Jordanians have been watching closely what happens in Egypt. For them, the events there have been both exhilarating and a cautionary tale. So far, Jordan's King Abdullah has mostly fended off demands for internal change. He's done that in part by paying for a string of public works projects. But Jordan is facing a deepening financial crisis and more public protests. The world's Matthew Bell reports from Amman. The latest chapter in the story of Jordan's economic troubles is about gas. That jingle isn't from the ice cream man. It's a truck delivering metal gas canisters door to door. Gas is widely used here for cooking and heating people's homes. And here's the problem. Over the years, Jordan got used to cheap government-subsidized fuel. Then about six weeks ago, the price shot up by 50%. Sitting behind the wheel of his gas delivery truck, Abdullah says business is way down. People are cutting back on gas. Families who used to buy 10 canisters per month are only taking two or three now, he says, and they're asking about buying on credit instead of paying up front. What's especially troubling for Jordan is that the country has long been praised as a bastion of Middle East progress and stability. It's got one of the freest economies in the region, a strong middle class, and impressive infrastructure compared to some of its neighbors. But the kingdom is facing some real challenges. Jordan has a shortage of natural resources, especially water, and a shortage of jobs. More than 70% of the population is under 30 and the economy needs to create 120,000 jobs a year just to maintain the current level of employment. Add to all that skyrocketing energy prices. In large part, that's because the pipeline bringing cheap gas from Egypt has been repeatedly attacked. Jordan's deficit has ballooned as a result, and when you ask Jordanians, they say they're under real pressure. There is people living in a really, really hard way. Everything is going wrong in the economy. 25-year-old Raed Abu Zaid has two jobs. He works retail at a bookshop and helps run the computer system at a pharmacy. He's putting himself through university, but he says at this point he's planning to leave the country after he graduates. Where will you go? Whatever. I don't care. Whatever. In a place that I can live, that I can work, like, from eight till nine hours. And after that, like... I can, I can spend in a good way. Now, I'm not looking to buy a Lamborghini or a Maserati or a Ferrari, but I'm living like a normal way. That's it. Middle class life. Yeah, middle class life. But here you can't live the middle class life here. You can't. That kind of frustration has fueled recent demonstrations in Jordan. Some have turned into riots, and there are fears that anti-government protests could escalate as prices keep going up. Madien Al Jazeera owns a few businesses, including this hip cafe restaurant in Amman. He says his electricity bill has doubled in recent weeks. Business has dropped by about 20 percent, and unsurprisingly, people are frustrated by one thing in particular. The root of all of the problem of Jordan is corruption. You don't need to be smart. You know, people marching out in the streets, it's all about corruption. It's the people who are paying for it. Al Jazeera says Jordan hasn't erupted like some of its neighbors because there are relatively more freedoms here than other parts of the Arab world. And people also worry about the costs that come with revolution. When you see what's going on in the other countries, you think, you know what, (laughs) I'd rather have a stable country where there's security rather than live that. And I think a lot of us here, deep inside, you know, we want a better Jordan but we're kind of afraid of the consequences because it's clear what could happen.
It's campaign season in Jordan right now. Parliamentary elections are scheduled for the end of January. Candidates are promising to fight corruption, create jobs, and fix the economy. But there doesn't appear to be much confidence that real economic reform is imminent. Not too long ago, King Abdullah opened up the elections process to more political parties. The intent was to bolster the democratic process. But now, 60 parties and more than 800 candidates are running for 27 national seats. Analysts say that makes it next to impossible for the most serious candidates to rise above the fray, let alone make real progress on fixing what ails Jordan's economy. For The World, I'm Matthew Bell, Amman.